So we're really excited today. We are cranking on our YouTube channel. Uh, this is Dr. Fine, who is, it, depending on the order of how you watch our videos, this is the third one that we've done. Actually, the fourth, if you count the one where I was actually interviewed on one of them. But uh, Dr. Matt Fine is a periodontist at both of the dental care group locations in Aventura and Pembroke Pines. Uh, he, like me, is a North Miami Beach kid, grew up in the area, local. So first, tell us about you. All right, well, actually, uh, like Dr. Mars said, I've been with the dental care group since I graduated from my periodontal residency in 2009. Um, I am born and raised in North Miami Beach. I have a background in implantology and periodontology. And uh, over the last nine years, 10 years, Dr. Mars and I have become really good friends um, because we've been able to you know, work together and treat our patients uh, with that loving hand. So, tell us, where did you go to school? Um, I went to college at University of Florida. Go Gators. Um, there you go. And then I went to dental school at Columbia University, College of Dental Medicine in uh, Manhattan, New York. And then I came back down south to go to Nova Southeastern University to um, get my certificate in periodontology. Excellent, excellent. And personal? Personal, personal stuff. Well, I uh, happily married for uh, 12 years to my wife, Eugenia. And uh, we have two kids, two boys, Ethan and Max, uh, eight and six. Excellent. Good, good, good. All right, let's get into it. So you do periodontology and implantology. So let's start with the perio part of it first. Most people, everybody's heard about gum disease. I would say most people have no idea what gum disease is. So give us the, the 10,000 foot view. That's honestly a, a, such a true statement that you make. Um, you know, gum disease is very, very common. Um, it is something that is prevalent in you know all of our different you know uh, age groups. Um, fortunately, we have a lot of great treatments for gum disease, um, but it is something that certainly a lot of patients and, and typical people really just don't know about. Uh, one of the reasons why is because gum disease doesn't hurt in a lot of the cases, and so um, what's very important is that we all um, become aware of gum disease so that we can get our cleanings, because that's really the most effective way to prevent gum disease, um, to get frequent cleanings and um, to perform good oral hygiene at home. So hopefully we'll be able to go over some of that now. Great, so we hear this all the time, my gums are bleeding. What is, it? is that like a, a red flag? What should somebody think if their gums are bleeding when they're brushing or flossing? Well, there's a couple things that we you know, can talk about in terms of symptoms of gum disease. Certainly one of the things that a lot of people will come into the office complaining about is bleeding gums. Um, and as you may expect, you know, bleeding gums is a pretty obvious sign that something's going wrong, that we do have some sort of gum disease, whether it be mild or severe, that requires you know, a, a dental exam um, where we can actually measure the gums, we can um, take a look at x-rays and determine whether or not this gum disease um, is something that we can obviously treat here. Got it. And you said gum disease is not painful. Would you say that that bleeding gums is one of those signs of like something's going on? Yeah, and when I say gum disease isn't painful, you know, most of the gum disease that we see is chronic infection. Um, and because it's such a chronic disease, we get you kind of used to the fact that maybe one of our, the areas in our mouth maybe might be a little bit sore, but it's not something that usually causes severe pain. Um, not to say that it can't cause severe pain. So um, when a lot of the patients come in with bleeding gums, that's a sign that we have active inflammation of the gums around our teeth. Um, and so I definitely think that's something that, you know, could certainly be a little bit 
more traumatic for someone at home who, who's brushing their teeth and who's getting some bleeding. So we often hear from patients about, oh, my mom had bad gums, and I, or I have soft gums. How much would you say is genetics when it comes to periodontal disease, and how much would you say is home care under the patient's control? What do you believe when it comes to that? Well, this is something that's actually been studied quite a bit in the literature, and, and the evidence is pretty clear that we're about 50-50. So, um, you know, a lot of us can do a really great job cleaning at home, um, but it still doesn't really keep you in the clear, because if you have that genetic predisposition, you know, it's very important um, to be evaluated to see if there's anything else that we can provide that can, you know, reduce the risk of progression of your disease. Got it. That's kind of shocking. I really thought genetics was a much smaller piece of the puzzle, but it's interesting to see how big a piece it plays still. Yeah. So we talked about bleeding and, you know, bleeding being a sign of gum disease. What are some of the other symptoms that people out there can look for if they're sitting at home going, I don't know, do I have it, do I not have it? So what are symptoms of gum disease? All right. Um, obviously, like we said, bleeding will be a, a typical symptom of gum disease. Um, some other symptoms that a lot of patients will notice on their own is, for instance, mobility or looseness of, of a tooth. Um, the gums will have an appearance of being more red in a lot of situations. Um, pushing on the area or palpating the, the gum tissue around the tooth may cause a little bit of soreness, or you may even see some exudate around the tooth. And What's so, exudate? Exudate would be like separation or pus. Um, small amounts of it that may be stuck under the gum because of the amount of bacteria that's built up under the gum. Got it. So you said gum disease generally is not painful. Can it be painful? Yeah, it certainly can be painful. I think that you know the majority of patients that come in have chronic infections, so they they sort of built up a, an ability to sort of uh, resist you know feeling a, a lot of pain. But the majority of uh, patients that come in with isolated areas certainly come in knowing that something's wrong because they've had quite a bit of soreness or pain. Um, once you get to the point where the teeth start to get loose, that's when we usually have you know quite a bit more discomfort. Got it. So can you prevent, can you cure gum disease or reverse gum disease? Is that possible for somebody to do either on their own or in a dental office with you? You know, the biggest problem is that it's very difficult to do it on your own because you don't have the instruments required to, to really clean deep. That's really what the, the first step in treating gum disease is. So um, what I typically will do is do something called a full mouth abridement where we'll get the majority of the patient's mouth clean so we can really evaluate the gums. Um, we give it a chance to heal, and then typically what we'll do is a deep cleaning. And that just allows us to get a little bit deeper than we can go if we're not using these special instruments. Um, by cleaning the teeth, we're breaking up the biofilm, we're getting rid of uh, the majority of the bacteria, and the hope is that the body will now be able to respond and get some shrinkage of the gums around those teeth that was previously inflamed. So the answer to your question is, yeah, we, we certainly can halt the process of gum disease. Um, in some cases, we have to do more than just a deep cleaning. Um, in those cases, it's usually because the gum disease is a little bit more advanced or more severe, um, and luckily, you know, we have 100 years of research that have given us a lot of great techniques um, that periodontists use to treat gum disease that's a little bit more advanced. We used to say years ago that once a periodontal patient, always a periodontal patient. Do you feel that still holds true today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and really, you know, the biggest difference is that we know that you're susceptible to gum disease. So once we know that you're susceptible, we, we really encourage patients to, to visit our office in three-month intervals to get a cleaning. Uh, to get a cleaning by our hygienists that are specially trained to treat patients with a history of gum disease. Excellent. So, 
you know, what we learn, what patients learn about gum disease is often what they see on television. So there's so much confusion because they hear about periodontal disease and gingivitis. So is gingivitis, is that a form of gum disease? Yeah, so gingivitis, I, I like to think of as the first stage of gum disease. Um, we typically will see this in our younger patients, but certainly our older patients can, can um, suffer from gingivitis as well. Gingivitis means that the gums are inflamed. Why are the gums inflamed? Typically because um, a patient has plaque or um, food debris that has stayed under the gum and caused the gum to get inflamed. The nice thing to know is that gingivitis is reversible, right? Because we don't have bone loss associated with gingivitis. Gingivitis means that the gums are swollen. And so once we do a cleaning, typically we will see the gums heal in about um, 10 to 14 days. Excellent. So thank God we know, so, we know so much more today than we knew way back when. I mean, when I first started doing dentistry a couple decades back, we would hear, oh, take care of your teeth, you're gonna lose your teeth. We now know things like, and we say this every day in the practice, you know, gum disease is linked to heart disease, stroke, diabetes, pancreatic cancer, rheumatoid arthritis, early term birth, and even erectile dysfunction, which gets everybody's attention, okay, because of the decrease in blood, blood flow. Uh, all these things and what periodontal is linked to, how would you just comment on that? Yeah, you know, it's really incredible. Even when I was in training, um, you know, 12 to 15 years ago, um, we knew that there was a strong correlation between gum disease, um, periodontal disease, and, you know, a lot of the other um, systemic conditions that you just mentioned. Um, but it's really so hard to, to elucidate, you know, which one of these processes come first. And I think that's where a lot of us make the mistake because it's, they're both inflammatory diseases. They're all inflammatory diseases. So we have higher levels of inflammation in our body. And think of the immune system as a seesaw. And so if we're putting a lot of pressure on our body to be fighting the bacteria in our mouth, then we're not using as much energy to be able to fight other processes in our body. And so the, the biggest thing that I see, you know, diabetes and high, you know, and high blood pressure um, certainly has a tremendous influence on your ability to fight periodontal disease and vice versa also being true.